This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermova, and today in episode 78, I'm going to be talking about virtual community service opportunities. I just want to make a disclaimer right up front that for the first time ever, I'm recording this episode out of my walk-in closet. We are in the midst of COVID-19, and my house now has two extra guests, my son and his his girlfriend and the kittens, so four, I guess, really. And uh, my husband is, of course, working from home, so we have four people all working from home in one place. And my office has become my bedroom, and I cannot anymore use the rooms that I used to use to record in. So the best option that I have is my walk-in closet. So hopefully this is good enough. I'm literally sitting on the floor recording this with a microphone on my knee, so... Here goes. We adapt in these times. So another thing that one has to adapt to, and that's what today's uh, episode is about, is that high schoolers who have been doing a lot of community service, and every high schooler should be, uh, are suddenly now wondering, how do I do community service? And this Although I am talking about some um, high school opportunities, this episode is also going to give you ideas for younger students. Because I think it's obviously just a good thing to be doing community service. And it's good for our souls to be thinking about other people. And it's a good habit to develop early in life. If your children are doing something like 4-H, this is something that is woven into the program. And my children did it and learned how to be good citizens. But it's also important as your children start looking towards college and scholarships. The majority of scholarships have at least a some component that is community service related, and some of them have a lot more. I would also encourage you to go and look at the Congressional Award, and I will have the link in the show notes as well as links to everything I'm going to refer to today. You can find all the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Now, the Congressional Award, I'm reading this from their website, participants earn bronze, silver and gold certificates and bronze, silver and gold medals. Each level involves setting goals in four program areas. One of them is voluntary public service. So that's what we're going to focus on today. And earning the award is a fun and interesting way to get more involved in something you really enjoy or something you'd like to try for the first time. You move at your own pace on your own or with your friends. It's not an award for past accomplishments. Instead, you're honored for achieving your own challenging goals. So right now, this is something that you really might want to um, share with your, your children and get them to start to work towards it. Um, but here are now some other ideas. So, and obviously, even in that, they're going to have to think through what are they going to do. Now, obviously, there are still some uh, things that you can do for community service that don't involve being virtual your children could still be mowing the yard of people in your area they could still they could be going out and doing shopping and dropping off groceries for people so there are definitely things they can do but we all know that it's far more limited now and harder to find community service opportunities so i hope that today's episode will give you lots of different ideas the first one is virtual babysitting 
Now this one, uh, you might think, how on earth do you do that? It's not going to work for actual babies or for little kids. But I already know um, a young lady who's been doing it with my niece. She actually works. She's, she's past college age even. But she spends half an hour every now and again giving my sister a break. They get on Zoom together. You could do this with um, FaceTime, with Skype, anything like that. And then she listens to my niece's reading. So my niece is doing her school because she's at a school that's closed. They're not homeschooling. And so she does her reading aloud. And then um, the, the young lady then asks her questions and she then responds. Other things you could do is obviously the babysitter could be reading and turning the book and showing the pictures. The babysitter could be saying to them, okay, do you have Lego? Go grab your Lego, build me a car, now build me this. They, you could print out the same coloring pages on both sides. They could color together. Really just be creative. Um, but, you know, probably more than half an hour is going to be challenging. But it just means that some mom who maybe is trying to work from home and is now suddenly sitting with a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and is struggling could just have a small respite. So start to think about people in your community because obviously people aren't going to want somebody random. It's going to be, you're going to be thinking about people you know and who would actually be interested in your children doing this for them. The second thing um, is how about sending virtual greeting cards and emails. I am giving a, a number of um, free online classes and I will link to where you can find all of them. And one I'm going to do probably in about two weeks will be how to create a, a greeting card or an interactive scene on Scratch. And then you can simply send the link. Many grandparents are stuck without being able to see their own grandkids or see anybody else. I know my parents live in England. They and everybody over 70 has been taught to stay home for four months. So this is the kind of thing that can be sent to both your own, the older people in your own families, but also just to older people that you know in your community, people at church. Um, you could reach out to uh, retirement homes in, in the area, anything. Most of those are not allowed to have visitors anymore. So you can find virtual greeting card programs. You could also just send cheery emails. Um, your kids could also, as I say, if you know something like Scratch, create something like that and send a link, which would be really fun. And going on to that is my third idea, is creating fun and games for anybody. I know it's my mom's birthday coming up soon, and I have suggested to my one child that she perhaps uses something like Jigsaw Planet and takes a collage of some of the grandkids, creates a jigsaw puzzle with, say, a happy birthday message on it, and sends my mom the link to the online jigsaw puzzle. So she can like both put the jigsaw puzzle together and then see the message. It's, it's a time when we can be creative. We're forced to be creative. You, you can also create some kind of a online scavenger hunt. Um, you could do Kahoot. I know I've been playing with my Science Olympiad students. Every week we've been getting together and um, I've been finding them quizzes, which is an online quiz, and Kahoot, which is also an online quiz game which you can play. And we play together over Zoom. And your kids, your teens could do this and then invite their friends. You could do it and invite singles who may be living at home. And you get together with a bunch of people who you know, but may also be lonely and do this. This is also leadership. If your kids can come up with these kind of ideas themselves and then execute them. And if you've got more than one kid, your kids could come together and your family could do it. But you can actually be hosting the fun and games and think through what you can do. 
If you need any help on any of these things, please just shoot me an email, meryl at mediaangels.com. Um, I'm trying out many of these different formats and I'd be happy to um, help you figure out how to do this with your children if what I'm telling you now and the links I'm sharing aren't enough. Something else your kids could think of doing is if they can use videos um, or if they can um, they could start a blog or just even if they use Google Docs, but they could create explainer videos and tutorials. One of my current students in the computer applications class, uh, her mom just happened to in passing mention to me that her daughter had created her a very detailed tutorial on how to make a mask so that she could easily just sit down and sew it. And um, I had a look and she did a really good job. She's getting extra credit in the class for what she did. But this is again something, it's a community service that she's done because I then posted it and shared it on my Facebook page and said, look, here if somebody wants a step-by-step -step instruction, here is a nice easy one to follow. And this could be anything. I mean, you could, anything that your children know how to do, they could share with other people to show them how to do it, whether it's some kind of origami, whether it's uh, how to cook a dish, whatever. And you, know, you can upload the video to YouTube, and just make it unlisted if you don't want everybody to see it and just share it out to people that you think could get benefit out of it. And these are things, you know, as I said, younger children can be involved in it and, and you could just, you can have fun, kids can learn skills and at the same time be actually helping other people. Now the next number, this is going to be very much for the older children and um, they're kind of interesting. I, I did. I knew about some of these and I did some research and found some more. The first is an, a site called Old Weather. It's actually oldweather.org slash naval underscore rendezvous.html. So you probably need to look at the show notes. This one, you go and you use ship logs to actually look back and record weather patterns from the past. And it explains exactly how to go about it and you just follow it on and there you go, you will actually be helping science and research. Another one is zooniverse.org slash projects. They have a couple of different things on it, but one of them that's jumped out at me was the transcription of slave manuscripts. They're looking for help. Again, they tell you how to go and how to claim the one you want to work on and how to do it. iNaturalist.org you may know this one, this, it's an app as well, and you may use it when you're going wandering around for identification of birds, etc. But it also has a way where you can actually go and be a citizen scientist and you can actually keep track of what you're seeing and you record it and you help them, um, you upload it all and it just helps, uh, again, scientists figure out different um, patterns of where animals and birds and plants, whatever, are and what's happening. Um, oh, another one here on Zooniverse, I just realized this is also under Zooniverse, under the projects, is a rainfall rescue where you digitize historical rainfall. I'll have this link in the show notes too. Then, for anyone who likes astronomy, you can help astronomers find muons. I've never heard of these before. It's M-U-O-N-S in photos. And again, it's on Zooniverse. It's another one of their projects. And you become a muon hunter. And I gather that what they do is they show you a lot of photographs and they explain to you what you're looking for. And you go through and identify the photographs that actually contain a muon. They're trying to find um, which photos have muons on it. And obviously, it's a time-consuming process. And so somewhere you can help out. Uh, then the Library of Congress, this is something I've shared before about, they have um, a 
crowd.loc.gov is the website where you go on and again you can transcribe old documents one of them that they're particularly highlighting is women's suffrage history through the lives of those who fought for the right to vote 100 years ago. So not only will students be learning about history, but they'll also obviously be doing community service as they help to record. Now, if you don't want to transcribe, you can also approve and edit. So the different roles um, that you can do. And these things are all available for, uh, you know, high school age. And finally, there's a website I found called allforgood.org. And then if you search on that for get remote equals true, it says, I think I must have searched on there for remote, but I'll put it in with the actual search in it in the show notes. But I think I searched for remote opportunities or virtual opportunities and I found it. And it has lots of different um, opportunities for things you can do remotely. It's sometimes just a um, like a local animal shelter or something. They just need somebody to go through and fix up the database. It's often small projects by local places. Uh, obviously vet these, make sure your children are, are doing something and reaching out to people where it's safe. Um, I could not possibly, there's lots of different opportunities on there, but it did look like there could be some really good opportunities for lots of different things that people could do virtually at this time. Now, just to finish off, um, I want to tell you about an opportunity with our sponsor, Funder Funder Academy, that relates to what we've been talking about, especially for high school. And go and take a look at the high school challenge. You can find this on the contests page um, or on the college prep page. It's on either. And basically, it's a small college prep class that is in the form of a contest and students get various challenges and some of them are related to like setting up a tracker for um, recording everything that you're doing while you're in high school because these this is very important I can tell you I've had four kids go through high school and apply for college and scholarships they might think they'll remember everything they did in ninth grade and tenth grade by the time they're in twelfth they cannot my my one son even forgot that his team had reached nationals in first Lego League when he was in ninth grade and they'd actually uh, sorry not reached reach state and in fact placed second at state they just must go into nationals he'd forgotten they even did that until we got out all the records we had to keep records for both for our umbrella school and for 4-H so it was easy but if you don't have a way that you're keeping track um, part of the uh, the homes the uh, high school challenge, which is open this year, normally it's open to homeschoolers. This year, as practically every high schooler is a homeschooler, anybody who's studying at home and not having a school um, on the premises, they can all take part. But part of it, you do get a free tracker, and in it, you, as part of the the whole thing, you can explain what you keep track of, and obviously, community service is one of those things. You do need to know how much time you're spending on these, both for the congressional award and just for other. Th- projects um, a number of scholarships will um, require that as well part of it you also learn the students will learn how to find scholarships they will learn how to um, start investigating different colleges they will get to practice ACT or SAT questions of the day they will start to explore different career options specific to them I mean not generally they will start to look and see what might be a good fit for them they can do college virtual college tours there are over 30 challenges and they have two months till the end of May so plenty of time to do as many of these as they can each of them scores them points and those with the highest points will get uh, prizes 
the lowest prize is $5 and pretty much all of them should be able to achieve that. It costs $5 but they can win the five back and the highest prize is $150 for the overall winner but there are a number of different sponsors who also are offering to the parents good deals on the products that they sell which obviously all relates to high schoolers and they have put out gift cards from $15 to $50 and there are a number of those so really a lot of children will be winning money. So right now when your children are perhaps somewhat at a loose end encourage them to uh, go on over go and sign them up let them join in the high school challenge not only will they learn useful skills um, there's a lot of free stuff they're going to get as part of it but they can also win money and they will again be encouraged to do all these sorts of things so if you can't convince them to do it sign up for the challenge um, hopefully doing that will help convince them well, I hope you are keeping well and aren't going too stir crazy. Um, feel free to reach out to me if you're needing extra ideas on what to do with your children during this time. I'm now an empty nester, so I have a little bit more time than many of you will. And although I'm keeping very busy, um, I would really be honored to try and help you. Do come and join our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology community. And uh, you can also post there and we can chat together. And I plan then to see you again, same time, probably same place here in my closet again. And uh, we'll be sharing with you something else that I think will be useful to you during this time. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.